0: Welcome back to yet another season of Health Charcha issued in public interest by Medtronic. I'm Deepthi Ahuja, podcast producer, HD Smartcast and your podcast host and dost on the show. Uh, here we will discuss all of your burning health related questions. So let's begin. Quick question, what do Salvador Dali, Robin Williams, Pope John Paul II, and Michael J. Fox of the Back to the Future fame, what do all of these people have in common? If you've listened to the previous four episodes, you've guessed it by now. It's Parkinson's. Strange, right? But fact what are some of the other facts about Parkinson's? Let's explore them by busting some myths. We'll do our own version of WhatsApp University Jakkasia bakwas today. This should be a fun episode. To bust these myths about Parkinson's, these bizarre myths about Parkinson's, we have with us Dr. Milind Sanke, Consultant Neurosurgeon PD Hinduja National Hospital, Mumbai. Hi Dr. Milind, how are you? Welcome to Health ChaCha.
1: Namaste Dipti. Namaste to the entire audiences. Thank you for having me.
0: You're most welcome and thank you for coming on this show. Uh, Dr. Milan, I'm hoping to uh, bust some like really, really bizarre myths over here and I hope you're excited about it. (laughs) Very much. Awesome. Um, So, you know, my earliest memory of witnessing someone and knowing that they have Parkinson's is that of a movie called Love and Other Drugs. I don't know if you've seen it, Dr. Melanth. It's a cheesy rom-com where the female lead played by Anne Hathaway has Parkinson's in her 20s. I really want to know, can this disease affect anyone at any age
1: Um, Good question and uh, essentially it has an interesting answer as well but commonly the answer to that is it's not seen in people who are very young. Hmm. Generally it would be in people who are older than 50 but a small set of sufferers it would strike early as well. Some of them get diagnosed earlier than this as well and below the age of 40 they would be having what is called as uh, uh, juvenile Parkinson's as well. Hmm. But those who are generally below the age, that age, they would be called as young onset Parkinson's disease. The number though is quite small, and this would be roughly in the range of about two percent one per million people, as such.
0: Oh, okay. Um, and I'm guessing men are definitely more affected than women. So
1: the gender bias is more towards the men, and generally the men are about you know, one and a half times uh, likely to be affected with Parkinson's, one and a half to two times. So there's definitely a gender bias there as well, apart from what it is in the society.
0: Right. And a note for our dear listener over here that if you're unsure about, uh, you know, what Dr. Melinda is talking about in terms of ages, you must visit, uh, you know, the first episode in this series with Dr. Asha. She has explained it very well, step by step of what Parkinson's is about and how does it affect people at different age groups. So, uh, Dr. Miland, uh, when I found out that Muhammad Ali too has Parkinson's, I was like, how? <laughs> I mean, I was so surprised. He's a boxer, right? So, his motor skills would have been far better than an average person. And then I thought, maybe he had so much wear and tear in his body that he developed the condition. <laughs> I mean, I think the more I talk about this <laughs> stupider I will sound at this point. So, is Parkinson's only a motor condition?
1: No, 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 no. completely untrue. In fact, uh, Parkinson's has a significant uh, division between motor symptoms and non-motor symptoms. Uh, but motor symptoms being so visual and so easily seen by the outside world, they become more obvious to the patient as well as to the relatives. The yeah. commonest one that we notice is the tremor or the company as it is commonly called right. in the... And apart from the tremor, this stiffness or the rigidity and slowing down. Now, these are things which are quite easily noticed and Mm -hmm. that these are the motor symptoms. But then there are other symptoms which are non-motor symptoms, which are not so easily noticed. These are like, you know, an element of cognitive impairment. There would be an element of fatigability, essentially anxiety, depression, severe constipation. A lot of them have some difficulty in uh issues with speaking their voice goes soft some of them essentially have writing difficulties which is a motor component but it is uh, not so easily noticed mm. but it's easier to connect with tremor people find easier to compensate, so it's commonly known known as wad as well right yeah in Hindi in Hindi yes 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 right So, and a lot of these a lot of these uh, patients uh, you know misunderstand they believe that only tremor is parkinson's but no there are just because you don't have tremor does not mean that you do not have parkinson's so you can have parkinson's without having much of a tremor
0: component as well interesting now for the million dollar question is the parkinson's disease is it fatal
1: far from it in fact never fatal but it affects your daily life all the time so it's essentially parkinson's is not about fatality. Parkinson's is more about how it affects your activities of daily living. You don't want to be helped to get up and walk around. So Parkinson's is about that. Mm. Parkinson's is not being, you know, understanding Parkinson's means that do you understand dependability? If you're dependent for every little thing in your life on someone, then you realize how bad it is for an individual as such. So it actually affects your quality of life and it becomes really bad as your time as the disease progresses and as you know your vulnerability to daily living activities including your physiological needs also becomes difficult
0: right right um i have a statement now and i want you to uh, you know either credit it or debunk it. Uh, And I'm really interested to know what is it that you're going to say. Aside from medication, there isn't much you can do about Parkinson's and that it causes debilitating symptoms.
1: Uh, How do I say? I don't want to... I think that statement is completely untrue. Slightly, you know, this sort of a statement dissuades a patient and, you know, really gets them dejected in life. And that's one thing that I would never really... Uh, agree with right so apart from what a doctor can do there is a lot that a patient himself or herself can as an individual do Hmm. you know a doctor can advise medications can possibly advise advanced therapies in form of uh, you know deep brain stimulation and for that matter other modalities of treatment but as an individual what you can do is significantly increase your level of exercise Mm -hmm. and dynamic exercises in particular. And, you know, one of the terms that I always use is tell them start walking as if you're marching on the road. So Mm -hmm. that really helps. A lot of other physical activities such as, you know, simple. Don't do weight training exercises. Do dynamic exercises. More interested in repetitions, more interested in doing cycling activity. So regular purposeful exercise sessions will always help. Yeah. That they not only help in your motor activity or your fitness, but they help in your Parkinson's as well.
0: Makes a lot of sense. Uh, You know, uh, Dr. Millan, there's another common assumption that Parkinson's disease or PD as they call it, it has uh, spontaneous exasper, exasper, oh my God, (laughs) I cannot pronounce the word. Um, Exasper, exacerbations oh my god this is a difficult term and I would really want you to also explain what that means um, but uh, you know there is a scene in this uh, movie love and other drugs and I know, I mean, example? <laughs> Actually, it's because there's such less representation of this disease in popular culture, ye is uh, But anyway, in the scene, the female lead is upset and realizes, you know, she doesn't have her medication and then suddenly her tremor gets like significantly worse. So, can Parkinson's then flare up unexpectedly matlab sarasar lol's hai?
1: Flare up is flare-up is a terminology. You know, flare-up is a terminology which is used for a disease flare-up as such.
0: हाँ.
1: So, but one needs to understand that fluctuations can happen in a day. And these fluctuations are not essentially to be described as a term flare-up, And these fluctuations are a part of Parkinson's disease. Hmm. But overall, one needs to understand that Parkinson's disease is a very slowly progressive uh, we don't even use the term disease for it. We call it a neurodegenerative disorder, which is very, 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 very slow. Hmm. And it is not slow in terms of Or days, or weeks, or months—it's almost in terms of years. It can be really that slow. So, it's quite often difficult to pick up someone with Parkinson's at early stages as well.
0: Hmm.
1: And you know, in a day-to-day fluctuation, also as you you're further into Parkinson's over years, you will see you know increasing day-to-day fluctuations. So, someone who has Parkinson's for the last ten years is likely to have you know, day-to-day fluctuations which are more obvious. And these fluctuations can be due to, you know, poor timing of the medication, you know, poor uh, eating habits. You have your GI disturbances, any form of, you know, recent surgery or, you know, medications without uh, understanding the side effects of the other medications that they can really hamper. Or for that matter, even sometimes severe anxiety can do this as well.
0: Right, right. So there is no flare-up and there is no exacerbation as such, right?
1: So it is very slow in general. So don't use the word flare-up and exacerbation because that essentially means that it is really progressing very rapidly whereas it is not the case.
0: Right, right. And there are no, wo, you know, how people get panic attacks and it's visible and then, then it calms down for some time. It nahi not right?
1: Aisa hota hai. Basically, visibility or tremors and it becomes a little visible, so people get scared about it. But it is not a sudden worsening of the disease. Aise kabhi hota.
0: Thank God. I mean, it was scary to see that happen on screen, and you know, people need to make movies better. Okay, last question. <laughs> Deep brain simulation, Kya ye experimental therapy hai? is this an experimental therapy um, or is it actually something that's in practice and has been going on for ages and is a tried and tested method? I understand that we've covered a lot of DBS in the previous episodes, uh, but just to, you know, ek last time shant karo everyone's stresses and anxiety about this therapy, I'd really like you to you know answer this question. Experimental to nahi hai na?
1: in fact uh, on the contrary one can now call it a time tested technique and a method time tested treatment hai kyunki treatment 1994 se available
0: 1994 se wow
1: bharat mein 2000 se available
0: so in india it has been available for the past uh, 22 years 22 years wow almost
1: plus plus 22 years because initially there were some hiccups but 22 years plus established mm-hmm. form of treatment there are established centers which have been doing this in the past 22 years yeah so definitely and deep brain stimulation ka does deep brain mean? it if the pacemaker brain right. you just need to have the understanding that it a small skull and electrodes are placed in the brain mein, which is connected by very minute thin wires to what is called as the pacemaker you know which is a battery which generates currents in the form of milli amperes mm. hai wo, but it successfully takes care or alleviates the symptoms of parkinson's
0: and right. it is something
1: which has been you know, in use since 1994 and Parkinson's and Dimario diseases been used deep brain stimulation. Oh, right. So, it's not So, a very successful line of treatment. And as I was telling you that it's not available and it's totally experimental. है। proven. है।
0: right. So, uh, uh just to sum it up for uh, our listener who probably might not know Hindi as well, uh, ki this therapy has been available to us since 1994. And in India, it has been available to us for the past 22 years or two decades. Uh, it is a tried and tested method these are very small devices that are fitted into the brain. Um, And if you understand the pacemaker of the heart, uh, then you will definitely understand the pacemaker of the brain. And it's not just meant for Parkinson's, which is a new thing that I have discovered actually today, that it's not just meant for Parkinson's. DBS is also meant for other therapies and therefore is being safely used for those diseases as well. Um, Apart from that, just to sum up the rest also, that uh, Parkinson's has no flare ups. So please, if you have, um, you know, witnessed it somewhere in some popular culture, uh, you know, medium, then uh, it's uh, wrong. Uh, I think there are no debilitating symptoms, it is definitely life altering, but it is not fatal. And uh, that there is a lot that you can do yourself if you, you know, happen to have Parkinson's, unfortunately. Um, and, uh, if I am correct, again, that this is not just a motor disease, it is something, uh, it has non-motor symptoms as well, right? And some of these symptoms we've discussed in episode one of the series with Dr. Asha. Um, and uh, apart from that, it can happen to people younger than 50, um, but it is a rarity. Uh, Thank you so much, Dr. Milind, for busting so many myths for us and, um, you know, being such a sport uh, (laughs) while busting these myths about Parkinson's with us.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. It was a pleasure being on your show.
0: Thank you too. Uh, This brings us to the end of episode 5 on the Parkinson's disease series. My dear listeners, I hope that you are well equipped with information by now to manage Parkinson's should you uh you know, get affected by it, or if your loved ones are affected by it, or uh yaar, chalti it matters not what comes our way, it matters though what we make of it. That's it for this episode on Health Church. If you want to know more about the diseases discussed on this podcast, please initiate a discussion with your physician. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast, H T S M A R T C A S T, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or Suno Nai se. This is a public awareness initiative supported by Medtronic. Views expressed are independent views of Dr. Milan Sanghe, intended for general information and educational purposes only, and does not constitute any medical advice. Please consult your physician for any questions. This was an HD Smartcast original.
1: HD Smartcast.